Welcome back to the Southeastern Insider Podcast. This week we have on the podcast Evan, Cole, Kenny, and myself, Marcus. The first topic I will be talking about is your very own number two in the state, Southeastern Royals football. 4-0, number two in the state, like number two. Play Brownsburg, which is in our conference, HCC, best conference in the state, in my opinion, in many opinions. Defense, stud defense, even though, you know, we just lost very valuable Christian Miller to a torn ACL, but we have a lot of depth in the secondary, so I don't think that's really going to be a problem. Donovan Rhodes will step in there. Um, middle linebacker Griffin Haas, most tackles on the team. Stud D-line, stud D-line, Evan Sherrill, Jack Seifert, and Don Burgett. Evan Sherrill, I was, like, shooting one time, practicing lacrosse. I just see this dude, like, running 100-yard sprints. And I'm like, this dude's going to have a great senior season. And so far he has. Last year he was, like, leading sack rush – or leading sack whatever for, like, the first three games until, like, COVID. And he got COVID, and it was bad. Westfield last week, 26-21 revenge game. Um, off to a quick start, we had a turnover on the first play of the game th in, like, side the 10-yard line, and then capitalized, scored. And from there, we just had the lead the whole game. So, like I said, we lost Christian Miller, which is unfortunate, and he's a big energy bringer and very good football player, one of my close friends as well. His senior season, you hate seeing someone get injured their senior season in any sport because really sentimental, but – you know what? It's fine. We'll move on. Going back to week three, Fishers. All of you there? Were you there? Yeah. Everyone was there? Mm -hmm. No. Oh, well, it's fine. That was the best game I've of high school football I've ever seen in my yeah, life. I agree with that. Overtime, victory. The whole game was close. We, The Royals got off to a slow 14-0 start. Defense did not look good. I was honestly not hopeful, but... Somehow, our offense got it together. Eli Brantman went for a humongous, like, 60-yard rush to send the game into overtime, and then we won in overtime. Yeah, honestly, the overtime in high school is, like, a lot different than any other one because yeah. it's like you have – you're on, like, the two-yard line. You have to score – or, like, the 10-yard line. You have to score, and then you have to, like, either go for two or go for, a like, a field goal or a – extra point and Fishers so they scored they had the ball first they scored but like the snap went wrong or I didn't know if they tried to fake it but <laughs> it didn't work and we stopped them yeah. so then got six points and then we scored pretty quick I feel like the first two or three plays and we Carter Coop put it in it was a really bad snap it actually bounced off the ground I was talking to the holder after the game he was like yeah that that ball bounced off the ground. I still got it on the tee. I was like, that's really impressive. Yeah, it seems like high school, the uh, overtime rules are very similar to college football, but instead of going off the 25 like college, yeah. they just put them at the 10 to, I guess, right. speed yeah. up play. But yeah, I don't yeah, know. It's a lot different than NFL. Yeah, that game was crazy. Everyone rushed the field. Mm -hmm. um, the game was awesome. L I love mud sock. Just everything is so, m so much more energy, so much – like before the game, after the game, everything. It's just a little step up. Yeah. Ty Bradle, quarterback, QB1. Last year was behind Sam Jacobs, also stud. He went to, oh, where did he go? DePaul to play basketball. Yeah. 
Eight passing touchdowns, 622 yards, very strong arm. He can also tuck and run, but his specialty, last year, Sam got the starting spot after like week three or four, but Ty was the one, if we needed to pass the ball, we would put Ty in the game. Um, Sam won the starting spot after that, which was a good decision by Coach Kelly and the coaching staff because Sam excelled after that. But Ty was prime ready his junior year to play varsity football, and now he's showing it, eight passing touchdowns, 622 yards. That's very impressive um, for four games. So I remember, like, Radel playing a lot of the snaps of last year's mud spot game as well, right? Right, yeah. They, that's week three. They were still, you know, like half and half, maybe a little bit more. And Ty, like, Sam was great, and he could run it like crazy. He would get, like, in the Westville game, the sectional, even though we lost, he had, like, a tremendous game, and he ran. I remember it was, like, a QB option, and he tucked it, and he ran for, like, 75 yards. Um, so, yeah, Sam could really run it, but Ty, like, he can sling the ball to his number one wide receiver, DJ Hamilton. Um, our tw our – 20, would it be 24 next year's graduating class? I, I feel like is has been the most strongly recruited yet. Yeah. We have DJ Styles Prescott. He's a beast, even though he's been hurt for a little. I thought he was a senior just because of how huge he was. Junior, he's like 6'7". I don't even know how much he weighs, but he's huge. If we run the ball behind him every single play, it's going to be like five yards. Easy five yards. So that, yeah. I believe that Prescott and uh, Hamilton went on a visit to Notre Dame. To Notre Dame, yeah. This weekend. Yeah. And then Jalen also, he he went to, uh, where was it, Miami, Ohio. Miami of Ohio visit last week or two weekends ago. But Notre Dame, getting recruited Notre Dame is, like, going to go D1. Hopefully they both do because they're very good players. DJ is – a very good wide receiver. He's all of our wide receivers are good. We have one in this class. Um, oh, what's his name? You know, I'm blanking on the podcast because you know what? It doesn't matter. But DJ, very good wide receiver, and Styles Prescott, very good on the line. Our line took a hit last year, just like seniority wise in graduating class, but Boothby and and Styles Prescott are very good. So that's all I got for this. We have Brownsburg in a couple of weeks. We have Zionsville this week, homecoming today, actually. I'm excited. Um, I want to see how they play against Eugene Hilton, uh, T.Y. Hilton's son, who has who's only a sophomore, played varsity as a freshman. That's very impressive. Yep. I don't know how legit he is, but hopefully it's going to be a good matchup. Yeah, that'll be a good game. Yeah. But, um, topic that we're going to talk about is um, girls golf. They are just getting into the postseason and they have a pretty strong team this year. And I'll just go through the uh, top six in their team, starting from the bottom. Number six player of the team is Risa Song, who is the only top five players for golf, but she is the backup in case there is someone that gets hurt, hurt or someone that doesn't play very good or something like that. And so far this year, she's had two really good scores at Stony Creek versus Yorktown and Roncalli with even par 36s, as well as one of the counting scores at Mudsock to help HSE beat Fishers by 30 strokes in Mudsock. 
It's 30 strokes a lot in golf. Yeah, especially that for nine holes. That's That that's has to be a lot. Yeah. So they only play nine in high school? Or yeah, for weekday matchups, they'll play nine. And then on Saturdays, they'll play 18, except for postseason. Right. Yeah. They play nine in, like, sectionals and regionals and stuff like sectionals that. Sectionals, regional, state, or sectionals is 18 holes. Regionals is 18 holes. State is 36. Is it the same 36? Yeah, over, over two days. So 18 oh. each day. Yeah. Yep. So, that's like, like, that's like for real for golf. Yeah, for, like, golf. So do you guys go to, like, so does, like, say you're playing Carmel. Since does Carmel get to pick the place you guys play at? Yeah, like, they actually, HSC did play a dual match against Carmel, and Carmel's ranked number one in the state right now. And what are they not ranked number one in the state for, bro? Yeah. They played Carmel, and Carmel's home course is Prairie View, which is also the same course they played for the state finals. <laughs> and they went and played Carmel at Prairie View and actually beat the number one team in the state. Mm. So HSC, they are ranked 10th right, HSC is ranked 10th right now, but they do, they've shown the ability to win by beating number one team in the state at their own home course. Good. But then also next, the five, which is player that does play, is McKenna Watson, who um, best score so far was a 38 at Stony Creek also versus Ron Colley. And um, also had the second best score versus Pendleton Heights in their match, on the uh, away match. And then the four player on the team is Ella Bowie, who's an all-conference player, has a low nine-hole score of 37 also against Ron Colley, low 18-hole score of 76 at the uh, Bronco invite for Lafayette Jeff. And also in the last round of the season at uh, Harbor Trees, which is the same sectional course, shot 79 to lead the Royals in that event. But going back to the match at Ron Colley, as I've heard, there's a lot of low scores at that right, event. Right, yeah. They shot a season low 146, which is only two over for four players at that event, which Where is really does HSC play their home? Are they Their Stony home match is Stony Creek. No, okay, yeah. Yeah, which was there that was on that. Is that like up in Noblesville? Is yeah, Stony Creek? If you know where Sagamore is, it's right, right across yeah, the street. Right, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Then if you guys do like Prairie Eagle, they have one nearby. Yeah, Prairie Eagle. I believe that Fishers has Prairie Eagle. Fishers, not completely sure. I know they have um, Purgatory as well in Noblesville, but I think that they have both of those. Purgatory is the one right right next to the jail, right? Is I that the. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm I just not it's sure. It's pretty far in Noblesville. It's about 25 minutes from here. Right. And then going to the third player on the team is Cora Zink, who's all-conference also. Low nine-hole score of 36 at that same match against Ron Colley. Um, low 18-hole score of 81. And also had a, in that same match against Carmel at their home course, when they beat the number one team of state, she had a hole-in-one on the ho fourth hole. What? Was it really impressive. Wow. Yeah. Have, have you ever hit a hole-in-one? No. Never. Holy it's really hard. Like I would probably, like, have a picture frame that like keep yeah. the ball forever like yeah. that's that's crazy a hole in one on any hole any course is mm -hmm. impossible i can't even get a hole in one in putt putt golf yeah it's i'd go crazy that hole's really hard it's a really hard hole too is it a par three par i'm guessing yeah yep. it's wow. a pretty long hole it's wow it's tough. and then second best player on the team is lauren stewart who's another all-conference player was the best score at the mudsock match with a 38 at um, Purgatory, I believe. And that was her low nine-hole score, and then also shot at a 77 at um, 
sectionals this year, so that's her lowest score. Then number one on the team is Janelle Garcia, who's actually a freshman. Yeah, that I heard that name before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know who that is. She's all county and all conference. Wow. Got top 15 at the state preview tournament. Wow. Uh, shot a 34 versus Ron Colley. Shot a 73 at another 18-hole event and has multiple top five finishes and invites. So she's really helping. She's legit. Yep, she's really helping. As a freshman. Mm -hmm. And then last thing is the team played sectionals on Monday. Okay. They got <coughs> second place and top three teams advanced to regionals. So they nice. did advance through sectionals. Who was number one? Number one was Lauren. She uh, Stewart, she shot 77, actually had okay. the second best score at right. sectionals. But yeah, and then they have their regional at um, the Edge tomorrow. Where's um, that? It's in it's near Lapel High School. Okay. Oh, that is. But yeah, so they have that tomorrow, and top three of that advances to the state finals next week. Nice. Yeah. That's good. So um, our next topic is girls volleyball, and. Um, so we are 17 and one, only Ooh. lost to McCutcheon. Yeah, first game of the season. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, tough game, but McCutcheon's also like really good as well. But first game of the season, I feel like in any sport is probably like the one to lose because then you know you're going forward. You, you yeah. yeah. You guys yeah. get motivation. But remember right. McCutcheon's ranked one of teams they were the number one when we played that i'm pretty sure yeah. or two or like yeah. we were number Not one the state, the but in the nation. wow yeah don't i don't know what their uh national ranking is though but they're really good yeah. we can't we had our own against them four sets um last set deuce um close very close we are first in the hoosier roads conference um Second is Fishers, which we beat, which we crushed in Mudsock. I was there. Yeah, I was there too. Three sets. Yeah, that was that was no quick. no no yeah, that was yeah three sets. It was it was like the bare minimum sets you can do because we destroyed them. Always love destroying Fishers. And in our four A, we are tied with McCutcheon. Nice. If we played them in whatever, that I'm guessing that'd be a really good matchup again. Yeah. That's really impressive. Avery Hobson, the only senior on the team, is also one of the Wait, top. Wait, Lauren Harden's not a senior? No, she's a junior. Wow. she She's very impressive. Like, I watched one of her games. I've, I've gone to a couple, and, like, the when the ball's up in the air and she's, like, going, like, over the net or whatever, I would not – I would not – I would walk off the court probably. I would walk off the court. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so she's one of the top performers – on the team, uh, hitting a .379 percentage, which is .007 below an Olympic hitter. Jeez. Yeah, our volleyball team is so good. Um, she is leading the team with 214 kills this season. And then we have our middle, Brianna Goss, who is already signed to D D1 school Duke. Um, she has 50 blocks so far this year, and then we have our setters, Macy Henshaw and Ava Hunter. Macy has 331 assists, and Ava has 171. And then we have Lauren Harden. She is definitely our high school prospect. 
for volleyball. Yeah. She has, I heard like everyone was talking at one game like where she was going to go and it was like UCLA and she was like, she can go anywhere she wants because of how yeah. impressive she is. Like, that's you know, raking the offers. Yeah. Um, she is second hitter, getting 3.2 kills per set, just behind Avery Hobson, who's getting 4.5. Right. Yeah. Um, Maddie Miles and May McConnell, both freshmen, mm-hmm. sitting on varsity. Right, and May's the Labaro for Libero. JV. Yeah, Labaro. So yeah, which is like your best passer on the team, which is really impressive as a freshman. So I think our yeah. freshman class is really they're undefeated right now. Um, that's what I heard talking to some of my friends um, that play, and they are very impressive. And we yeah. have a good future. Yeah. Every single team, every single JV team we've played. Absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Not yeah. one has gone to three sets. Jeez. Um, and they're both definitely going to play list next year. Nice. Great. And that's all I have. All right. Well, that's it. Nearing 15 minutes, which is what DY said we were aiming for. So that's perfect. Um, yeah, I think that was really good. Thanks for all coming and doing your part. So that's it. Sweet. Thank you. See you.